Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name's Will DeFreeze. Barrett Dudley, how we doing today? I'm doing all right, man. You know, it's just uh, it's a big day around these parts. Um, you know, there it is. The it's it's drop one of of the patron saint of the podcast. Um, and Randy's not even here to ring the bell, so I, I I don't even think I can say the name. But yeah, yeah, that's that's exciting for us. Retail therapy doesn't often record on Fridays, but no, when we do, no. it's the Friday after a ring the bell, Randy. <laughs> I'm a Leon door drop. It yeah, just I mean, happens to be a special day is, today. Technically, the drop is today. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. It's true. I had the early access email yesterday. I yeah, think we're just the yeah boy. We're I just... think because I bought a couple sweaters this year, so I got to, I got the I got the nod. Yeah, yeah. It felt good to get the nod. I, I I think I was out of the rotation for a little bit because I hadn't bought anything for a while, and and I needed to get some sweaters to get some skin in the game because I don't I I'm not very quick on my email checking at this point. I'm usually about twenty minutes late to getting those emails. Yeah, yeah. and by that point, like all the cool stuff's like gone. Yeah. Um... Well, I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So we will. We I'll, will. I'll save some further thoughts, but it's just it's that's what's top. That's that's kind of what's top of mind right now. You know, it's hard to think about fall fashion when it's still so hot outside uh, in Austin, Texas, where we're recording from. But at the same time, um, I, I internally I can feel something switch when it goes to September first. Like it's just in my blood from being from Michigan that the second it goes September first, like my brain is just in beautiful leaves fall beers dark whiskey like just everything yeah i mean september is is it's it's always the i would say it's the most notable month in fashion right it's like like historically mm -hmm. like it's the september issue of vogue that's mm -hmm. the 400 page you know behemoth with all the fall fashion september i believe is also when uh it is is home to one of the fashion week the big fashion weeks in new york mm -hmm. i believe um, and yeah, like you're saying, that is when everybody starts to think about the opportunity to really start dressing. Um, and, and look that it, September is the month, but people are thinking about it in August as well. I know this because when I did an AMA on our, our retail.pod account on Instagram, uh, last week, lots and lots and lots of requests for us to start talking about fall fashion. And I there I did not answer any of them because we are going I know we are going to be doing quite a bit of fall fashion coverage next month on the podcast. So I didn't you know I didn't want to I didn't want to give it all up that 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 easily, but I I did. I heard the requests. I saw them and um and and we're going to give you your fill. Don't don't worry. We are going to cover some fall fashion. I made a statement the other day that I think I'm going to regret making. And it's that because I have my second child arriving in early October, I'm going to do everything I can to not buy a bunch of clothes for fall right, as I'll be right, sitting inside. You're, you're going to be inside. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I can't wait to, I can't wait to think back on that statement and just laugh at myself. <laughs> just, just have a hearty, deep yeah. belly laugh at myself at how stupid I was that I thought that I wasn't going to do something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a good excuse though. As somebody that is going into this fall season Really, really, really with like with trying to be as mi more mindful than I've ever been about purchases. Uh -huh. You know, I've got the I've got the wedding next year looming. I'm about to make a very expensive tuxedo purchase. Not the Tom Ford. Don't worry. I'm not dropping like you could go with the ALD one brand. that they've been, uh, I, you know, flaunting on their Instagram yeah, the entire time. Yeah, yeah I could. Um, 
I would like, you know, I'm, I can't, I can't buy a tux that's not returnable <laughs> without having tried it on though. It's that's fair. That's the thing about it. Uh, but, uh, but yes, I'm going to be trying to be, I'm going to try to be super mindful. And if I had a child about to be, um, birthed, I, that that's a, it's a good, it's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind. Right? I, ha- I have to give a special shout out though, to Ame Leon doors, uh, toddler drop that they did mm-hmm, with the five mm-hmm. fifties. Uh, I know we have previously shit all over 550s because uh, we we called them out at one point, but uh, I did purchase a pair for my son. It was too on brand to not do. Yeah. yeah. And they not only uh, just excited him from the moment he saw them, he was just new shoes, new shoes, new (laughs) shoes. They're the easiest shoes to put on a child I've ever had. Like Uh it is so seamless to get these things on him that I might just buy it in every color at this point. I I absolutely love them. And now this is probably his uh, gateway drug into just just being an absolute, uh, just like fashion. Big big shouts to you and Fritz. You're just, you're, you're teaching him young, um, to overspend. It's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous game, but you know, we, we, we pass on down the things that we like. Uh, the the, the only, the only other thing I was going to say, like, just like, like just to, to kind of, talk about everybody already asking for fall fashion stuff is there is a point at least here in texas especially when you know we're on that we had a string of 45 days of 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 triple digits in a row Mm -hmm. um it's it i think we've gone a couple days without hitting 100 on the dot but we will be back to the hundreds before we know it and Mm -hmm. it's just like a it's just an oppressive non-stop heat and like after you know 10 15 20 days of it 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 does something kind of like counterintuitive in your mind where like I, I'm I'm done looking at shorts yeah and tank tops and swim trunks and sandals and like beach stuff it's like the 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 overwhelming heat actually ju- it, like it makes you so it 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 has you longing for cooler weather so much yeah that you actually do want to start buying. How do you start the sweaters moving? and the knitwear and the jackets? How do you start moving when stuff starts going on sale and we know that we can justify buying some sale summer stuff here and getting some a lot of use out of it? Like, do you hop on that or do you try to try to push it away? Because I have found myself trying to push it away as much as possible in recent memory. It's yeah. not worth it for me. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm I mean, there there have been a lot of sales this year. Quite uh, you know, there not that there aren't always lots of sales, but I, I feel like it's been you know, there's this, there's a looming economic downturn happening potentially. And and so I feel like there's been a, a movement to really like get rid of a lot of inventory, um, from multi-brand retailers and, and brands themselves alike. Um, I, I think, I think what's most important is thinking about like, like sales season is when you really have to think about like need versus want, mm-hmm. you know? Is this an is it is it an opportunity to fill something in your closet that you weren't able to fill over the course of the of the you know the regular spending summer season? Mm-hmm. But do are, like do you have a late summer trip maybe that you're going to be able to, to to really utilize some of this stuff? Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty. Again, it's it's I think it's easier to pass on the summer stuff because we live in a warm moderate climate and so we just have a lot of that. And it's just like, there, there's no, it, it's just basics for us, man. We're just in shorts and tees like for 140 days straight. And it's like, I'm in don't care mode. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. Exactly. I'm in like, yeah. I'm, if, I'm probably going to sweat through it. So I'm just going with it. And like, unless I'm going somewhere nice, I'm not wearing anything nice at this point. Yeah. I'm not, I, I have done something that I'm not proud of Barrett. Um, yesterday, because our office is freezing cold half the time, 
Yesterday, I wore a pair of pants uh, that are very, very much considered fall pants, heavy canvas, okay. workwear looking pants uh, that I've had for years now. But uh, they are a little tight in the waist after a reckless wash of them. I've only washed them one total time, and it, it did it did shrink them a little bit. So yesterday, knowing that it was going to be cold in the office, I wore them to the office so I could start stretching them out in preparation for fall. <laughs> and so even though I'm not thinking about purchases quite yet, I am thinking about you know making sure that I am set up once we get there. That that is that is a surprising move on your part, though. And I I have to ask did did you know that you were driving to the office? And then you would be immediately driving home after that. I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Yeah. Right. I knew you I had no, you no grocery store stop, no, no errands to run, no. no lunches out. Like you were going to be inside in the air conditioning. Correct. All day long. And then in your car and then walking into your, Correct. your, your humble abode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I did bring a pair of shorts just <laughs> to work in my, my tote just in case I needed to do something yeah, because smart. Smart. I, I just, I didn't know if I, it was a good idea to go out with, uh, without some backup, but yeah, it was, it ended up being a good move. By the end of the day yesterday, I felt like I had really made a dent in that, maybe gotten That's a little good. quarter inch out of there. So I'm hoping I can wear them a few more times and get them to where I need, need them to be. Uh, before we get into today's episode, here's some official announcements. Uh, please go follow us on Instagram. Bear did a, an AMA recently that was just absolutely wonderful. Uh, I would say our Instagram game is strong to very strong. I think we could be stronger, but I think we're very strong right now. Uh, it's at retail.pod. Uh, we also talk about a lot of links, a lot of articles, a lot of um, Instagram posts, Twitter posts, whatever it may be. And so I try to put these all together for you in a listener companion style guide at willdefreeze.substack.com that will go out within 24 hours of the episode dropping. Uh, this one should go out. I mean, it should be up if you're listening right now. If it's not, it's because something happened to me. And uh, yeah, you guys should all be um, happy that I'm maybe going to be okay. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Sunday Scaries podcast is where you can find all the videos of this except for today because our loyal producer, Randy, is on a much needed and uh, much deserved vacation, I must say. Is he, it, is he on a vacation or is he on another bachelor party? I, it, it looks like a bachelor party, but I I can confirm that it is simply a vacation. Okay, that's yeah. that's big for that's yeah. big for Randy. I think um, he needed that. He needs yeah. a yeah. He needs a uh, a vacation where it doesn't look like he's getting shot out of a cannon like every single it's, time. It's it's a tough era in everybody's lives when every like ho- every basically holiday that you go on every weekend trip is a bachelor party or a wedding. Yeah. Um. And uh. You know. It. It's. It, Thank goodness for the youthful, youthful bodies and livers and and, and minds, because I, I, you look back and you're like, I don't know how that worked. Like, how did that physically work? Yeah, I did back to back wedding weekends recently, and it was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm not having fun anymore. This is this isn't a good time. I, I feel like I feel just exhausted. I, I I drank too much. I imbibed too much both nights this weekend, and like, it, it's been. Yeah, it just had. I just. Had... <laughs> <laughs> the, the the it's been into a deep sigh yeah, into yeah. a totally <laughs> different sentence says everything you need to know exactly I, like that's, that's exactly it's it. a shame we don't have the video today just i so know you read my face on that one but yeah it like, was just like wide-eyed yeah, yeah, you get into like monday and tuesday and it's not like i, I wouldn't even call it a two-day hangover it's just like you just your body's just like why why, why my did internal you do temperature why did you do that if i do that my internal temperature for like until tuesday is just always off yeah. I'm, i feel cold but i'm sweating or yeah. i'm like like i feel really hot and i'm shivering or something it's just what's going on right now 
And it was good. They were good nights. I wouldn't take them. I wouldn't like redo that. I was going to say, you've been talking a big game about going out ever since in and out springtime. That's right. That's right. That's right. And both nights, I will say, were two location evenings. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Uh, It's just, it's, uh, but the problem, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The second one was actually a three location evening. That's too much for me. And that is, that's, yeah. So it was the, it was the Friday night two location, which was, would have been fine in a, in a vacuum. But then I followed that up with a three location one. And that's what really, it's just the combination back to back of those two. That's, that's too much for, for mid to late thirties. I stayed out after midnight the other night, um, and I actually thought about hitting you up, but I was like, I don't think Barrett's going to want to go to this Grateful Dead cover <laughs> band right now. But I, I was I was happy with myself that I stayed out till like past midnight and woke up the next day feeling pretty spry. Yeah. Pretty yeah. happy with myself. Yeah. You know, there's a reason this is on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed and it's for the uh, exact sentence or this, that Barrett tried to say uh, a couple minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Squarespace. They're just incredible. They're the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. I've been using Squarespace for 10 years now. That's a decade of uh, loyalty that you can really stand behind. Uh, I started using it because I wanted to start blogging. And once I started blogging, I realized that I could sell stuff to people. And then once I started doing that, I realized that I could use something that helped me send email blasts to people and collect their emails. And suddenly I realized that I could do it all with Squarespace. It's an all-in-one thing for me. And it made it so easy to take people from just being casual readers to actually being able to build a business out of this. When I first started Sunday Scaries 10 years ago, I needed to make a decision of how I wanted to build the website out. And I decided to go with Squarespace just because I was impressed with their game. And guess what? I've never changed. It's always been through Squarespace. I've loved it. They're, everything they have is aesthetically pleasing. The templates are just so good. Go try it out for yourself. Like I said, whether you're selling a product, your time, whether you have a restaurant that you're trying to take reservations on, you can do it all through Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash sundayscaries to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash sundayscaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Barrett, last week, uh, last episode, I should say, we did some lister questions. And I I believe we had to miss one of the questions that was talking about some of our summer purchases, if I'm not mistaken. There might have been one of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have now since compiled uh, some of our favorite purchases from this summer to give a a retroactive shout out to some of the nicer things that we bought or some of the things that maybe got us through these hotter months. Uh, where do you want to begin, Barrett? Do you have anything you'd like to specially call out from the from the jump here? I do, because um, the question makes me think of of really, I, I'll say two things, but 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 one thing in particular, and I think that it it comes to mind because it was an unexpected purchase. Here's what happens to me, Will. I I am a sucker for the reaching the free shipping number on, oh, yeah. on various websites. Oh yes, my especially, friend. Especially, especially when it's free returns and and free shipping. Yeah, like it, you just okay. It's like oh, so you're just telling me that I need to try a few more things for free, you know? And yeah. I can return. Where's no, there's no downside no here. Issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I this is something that I that 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 I'm very like. That hook, line, and sinker for me is reaching the uh, the, the shipping minimum. Um, 
So I, I was I was trying to find a pair of trousers that I wanted to wear for uh, for the engagement shoot that I okay. did at Bill's Oyster, um, and I, I tried a pair from Jacques Mew off matches, but I needed something else in my cart to reach the the the, uh, the shipping minimum, and I went with a pair of Frescoball Carioca Veluso collapsible heel espadrilles. I've never seen you wear these, Barrett. And because we haven't really been out, we need to go to. We need to go to a. We haven't been. You know, we haven't been to a dinner. We haven't been to a. We haven't been on a two location. All right, fine, Barrett. Let's go out. Let's go out. Um, and I needed something like this in my wardrobe. It was like it was a gap. Like you know, you have your sabas. Um, and and I needed like a, I needed like a really casual, like summery loafer ish thing. But I'm not really a penny loafer guy. And I and, famously, and famously, yeah, and I, and and there's there's just been some other stuff that I that just hasn't really worked for me, and I got these, and they were they, they were perfect. Um, I love the the, the collapse, collapsible heel. The actual pair that I got is was on sale for like seventy five dollars and is no longer available. But the the little leather heel is actually like a little kind of like a burnt orange yeah which is really like a nice little pop maybe i have seen these from um here. and uh and, and they've just been like the perfect like okay i'm going out maybe to a dinner it's still casual i'm in like shorts and like a nice t-shirt or a short sleeve button down or something but i'm not really feeling sneakers like what do i what am i putting on the feet yeah you're right i, I do have the sabas that that fill yeah, that void yeah. for me because i can go from like the lowest end which would be like my vans that have red wine stains on them yeah and then i like there's not much in my rotation that's a step up from that where these espadrilles would be and then i have like my nice loafers that are just going to look absurd if i'm sitting at like a tex-mex place wearing this and people are like what's this guy did this guy just come from like a, a funeral yeah yeah so the these have just like uh, you know it, it's one of those things where you get where you get something and like a lot of things just they sit they kind of wait for the right moment or the right time or you're like still styling them in your head right these were just like straight to toe, and I, I've worn them to several dinners, several kind of nights out, um, date nights, things like that, and they've just they've been super clutch. Um, and it was just kind of like a like an unexpected purchase. Ended up sending back the linen pant linen trousers that there I there you go, they got you, and and they got the, you, the, the, the espadrilles. So that's that's top of the list for me. The first thing that actually th I thought of for me on this uh, was something that was another – it was an unexpected purchase uh, that I made on South Congress when I was walking one day and just kind of bored. And I popped into Stag Provisions, a store that you actually first told me, like, no, you got to go in there. They've got great stuff and they certified do. And I don't know anything about the company Portuguese Flannel. Do you know anything about them that you can tell me? Um, yes. Uh, not really anything like – story of the brand yeah but it's definitely portuguese flannel has been on the radar for for quite a while as like a really nice like kind of like middle tier contemporary product offering that feels like a lot of the, the, like a lot of stuff you're familiar with it's like you could consider it like an elevated j crew or yeah. like a not as expensive uh drakes yeah kind of thing yeah like, yeah that they, makes sense they do a lot of like great flannels and short sleeve shirts and like just like really very wearable stuff for for dudes. 
in like a price point that you don't actually see like a lot of brands operating in. I'm calling out a shirt called the Folklore shirt, not spelled like the Taylor Swift way. It's actually spelled F-O-L-C-L-O-R-E. And it's in a color off-white and it almost has this like lacy pattern that almost, it looks like suns to me, kind of connecting suns. And it's, it, it, it gives Rico shirt? It gives Rico? But it's uh, it was $122, which for how many times I wore it and how much I enjoyed wearing it, it was absolutely worth the $122 that I spent on the shirt. They also had a darker version of the shirt. I can't remember if it was like a black or charcoal or if it was a navy blue, but that's what I originally started feeling in the store. And then when I saw the lighter one, I, I had to do it. And it was just, it's just been a very easy thing to wear. It looks uh, a little more elevated than just like your regular button down camp collar shirt, but it's also, it's not something that I'm afraid of going out in and sweating through or ruining mainly because you can't sweat through it. It was just a very good staple shirt for that reason alone that I wouldn't, uh, I would not feel uncomfortably warm in it. It was very airy and it was just great. And so for that reason, I will uh, start adding Portuguese flannel to my list of yeah. people to look at whenever I'm trying to find a nice summery shirt. Uh, they will definitely be in the rotation at this point. This this is like the style of shirt. So I I, I wore the Rico to, to dinner the other night and a couple of friends that I was with at dinner were basically like, you know, that that shirt looks great on you, but there's no way that that, that we're going to pull off some, you know, lacy little number like that. And I was explaining to them that like, the style, the open knit, the eyelets, the little punch outs, the, the 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 smaller cutouts, like they have trickled their way down into more approachable shirts that don't look like Lever's lace. You know, these don't. these are such like small holes in yeah. this shirt that you don't even feel like it's see through. Unlike some of the other stuff that I have bought, where it's a little more. I feel like I'm going more out on a limb. The only thing that's see-through about this is the actual fabric. And so you can see a little nipple every once in a while. But like as we as we've talked about at length on this podcast, like nipple and being a little sexy is it. So like why right. why I'm not gonna worry about it. Free the nip. Yeah, I'm not worrying about it at all. Uh the next thing on my list is just gonna stick right here, right right here in the Europe core, in the linen core, or I'm sorry, the Europe core, the vacation core that we've talked about. Um, just looking like vacation when you are out essentially. Yeah. When you're, when you're getting all dolled up and it's, uh, it's, it's just the linen pant from, uh, from OAS. I talked about this brand, um, before I went on my kind of like week long summer vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's where it's you who, shocked me with the amount of shorts that they had. I, yeah, I could not yeah. believe it. Um, that this is who I, I picked up a new swimsuit from this summer. Uh, and the, uh, the linen pant is something that I bought. I actually bought, I, I bought it for a short trip back in, fe in February wore them once and then they just kind of like waited in the closet and they just they they were just waiting for the right time to pounce and they were like, on the brink they were those pants were sitting there thinking like i think i'm going to goodwill or something they, they, they might have been yeah that, i'm hitting they, grailed at some they, point they were yes that is what they were thinking. that is what they were thinking <laughs> and i don't know what i what i was thinking either really but then like over this last month when it's been super hot i have found myself in need, it, like on a couple of different occasions, needing a pair of pants for a dinner that just didn't feel like I could wear shorts to it. Yeah. And this is what I've worn. Okay. And they're awesome. Yeah. They are really, really good. They're a, they're in, they're an elastic waist. Are they a thick linen, like a light linen? Oh no, light, light, light linen. Okay. But the, but the let linen, the, the linen gets tricky because it is so lightweight. And so this pair of pants is like, is on, it's, 
it's honestly like slimmer than pretty much any other pant that I would be buying right now. Yeah. But because it's linen, it works really well because you don't want like a, a really blousy linen pant it starts to get a little too like Knights and Rodanthe, Tommy Bahama, like like couples retreat, old dad couples Vince, retreat, Vince Vaughn couples retreat. Yeah. Type yeah. type type look. Gotta so be you careful. actually want like a little bit trimmer on a on a little bit you know more in that kind of like classic tailored slimmer fit on a linen pant works really really well. Um, but these have been like an absolute lifesaver when it is still 95 degrees at 7.30 p.m. and you want to be in a pair of slacks. I had some pants that I bought actually on our retail therapy trip to New York that I've been kind of using for the same utility that you have, and they're just simply too thick for it. And it's not been it's not been as seamless of a process as your uh, OAS linen pants have been, so I'm a little jealous right now. But another thing that I purchased uh, actually on that trip was my next item – a Noon Goons Christian Fletcher graphic tee. I'm putting this on the list for numerous reasons. One, it became one of the first tees that I would grab off the stack when I had a fresh uh, fresh stack of laundry that just got out of the dryer. I don't know why I liked it so much, but I always have liked surf culture and stuff, and I liked I like faded black oversized tees. Like it just kind of made sense for something that would be comfortable for me. And uh, I I bought it from Nordstrom. Uh, it's a sixty five dollar graphic tee. And I've been wearing a lot of solids lately. This has been the first graphic tee that I've really bought that isn't like Grateful Dead themed in like years at this point. And it felt good to wear graphic tees again. I almost feel like I shut down my uh, my way of maybe going out on a limb when it came to fashion stuff during the pandemic. And I feel like I just axed graphic tees at this point. I was happy to get back in the game with this. But you have to be careful if you do get this shirt because I was called out at a restaurant by a hostess. Uh, she didn't know she was calling me out, but she asked if I surfed and I said, no. And she said, <laughs> what's the name of the surfer on the shirt? She wasn't doing it in a mean way, but I just, I froze. I buckled. Oh man. It was tough, this, man. Th th this is a true story. Yes. That's a tough scene. She was so nice about it. And I'm actually going to the same restaurant tonight. So maybe, maybe I'll see her again. And I'm going to, I'm going to kill her with kindness if I see her, because she I think I got, a, I think I shut down and got a little awkward. Cause I was like, no, I straight up said, no, I'm a poser. Are you going to wear this t-shirt? No, I'm not going to wear it again. <laughs> I, I, she'll call me out again. I know, but this time you can know who the surfer is. I don't still. Uh, no, yeah. Well, it's Christian Fletcher. I just didn't, I like, I didn't even know what the, the name of the shirt was at the time. And I, I just, I had nothing for it. Well, is Christian Fletcher the surfer or the artist? I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I don't know man like i think it's the surfer yeah i probably should have googled like i probably should have just googled it after she called me out for it it's the surfer the, it's you, the okay. surfer you, but the thing is you, you i'm know, gonna you, follow him on instagram so i can't get called out no i'm a big christian fletcher guy you, you respect surfing i do you know i do right? i have nothing but respect yeah, for my yeah. surf community have you watched any of a hundred foot wave on, on i have HBO? i yeah. have okay there you go see see i'm a bigger fan of the uh <laughs> the apple tv show that follows the uh the world's the wsl the world okay. surf league i like that one more just because i i like the the bad boy nature of these dudes just you know partying their asses off in between everything but uh yeah I, i've supported the surf community with my uh, viewing habits for a very long time if you go to my algorithm on youtube you'll see that i have a lot of board sports and it's suspiciously heavy on surfing for yeah, some reason yeah. it's a soothing thing for me to watch it's man it's it's a lot of, it's awesome to watch yeah i don't i don't know why i like it so much a, yeah huge wave what else you got for me um a quick note here i'm dropping in because this has been this has been uh, super clutch for the summer. And I talked about it briefly, uh, on the, on the AMA on, on Instagram and people were, I think I was, I think I was blowing minds with this little, with this tip <laughs> and it came from a re from a retail therapy listener. So, uh, this, this is not even my own tip. It's just thank you to the, to the good people out there listening to the show. But 
The little bot, the little bottles, the little samples of Le Labo fragrance that you that that Le Labo in store wants to charge you like ten or thirteen dollars for. Mm-hmm. Nordstrom's just handing these things. Love out. it, love it. Um, and 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 I think we talked about this on our travel, like with travel essentials on our last episode, how we like fragrance is not something that we that we wear every single day in our regular day to day routine lives, but if but if we're stepping out, if we're going on a nice trip, it's something that we like to have. And it, that, that, that kind of applies to like nights out as well. If it's a, if it's a, you know, if we're doing a fun dinner, we're getting dressed up, we're feeling good. I like to dab a little fragrance too. Um, and so, so it's, these have just been super, super clutch to like try some fragrances from Le Labo. Um, I've mentioned the matcha 26, I believe, which has been like my favorite summer fragrance because it's just really, really light. It doesn't feel too heavy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just if you are if you are buying Nordstrom, it probably has a little Layla Bow counter. Just go over there, schmooze a little bit, talk about the product. Like you know, <laughs> if you if you feeling really insecure about it, buy a little hand cream, maybe yeah, a chapstick, yeah, just a little bit. Try the Hinoki shampoo if you want to. Yeah, it's like thirty dollars, you know. Or you can just be like, oh, these this this is great. Um, I'd love to take something home. Do you have any samples? Mm-hmm. 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 And then you are walking out of there with in between one and three samples that will last you if you're wearing it like me the whole summer. It's like, oh, I love this. I just don't know how it's going to mesh with my body watch. Is there any yeah. way I can take a sample home? <laughs> so that's that's just been a little a little clutch tip. I love this. I love this for you. I love this for everybody. And I need to start doing it because <laughs> I have a travel size of my like s- signature scent, which I'm putting in quotes because it's I don't think yeah. it's actually my signature scent. But uh, I, I have a travel size and I very much uh, have enjoyed doing it. And I'm dread- actually, now that my brother-in-law is getting married in uh, Italy next year, I can hit that duty free again. I need to go even crazier than I went the first time. My next item, Barrett. Randy, ring the bell. <laughs> It's the Ame Leon Door Overwash Crew Neck sweater that you and I both own at this point. Now did we, you keep we it? Did, we, I did. I did. You, okay. can't, you can't return sale items. I know it's weird to have a tex, Texas uh, resident put a sweater on a list, but this became a very, uh, very popular item. This was your signature piece, I would say. I I wore it a lot. Yeah. Uh, not, I, I wore it around the house uh, in, in Austin when I just wanted to get a little warmer in the AC. Uh, but I mainly wore it. Uh, I, I wore it a lot when I went to Michigan. I wore it when I went to um, California. I've been to California a few times. I wear it traveling uh, on the plane a lot. I, it's just been a really great sweater for me. Uh, I love it. I, do, I don't know why I like it so much, but it has been uh, something that I'm very glad I purchased. And it was the re- I think part of the reason I'm so glad I purchased it now is because after I bought it online, I thought, man, I just don't know if I needed to spend that much on this sweater. I'm going to be kicking myself. And now I'm like ready to get rid of some old favorite sweaters because this has replaced them. It's been a fun. It's been a fun journey with this guy. Yeah, it's, been, it's felt good. I, now that I have this in hand, I do understand how, why you, why and how you were wearing it so often because it's like, it's almost like a long sleeve t shirt. Yeah, like it's super lightweight. Yeah, um, it's it does it's it's it, it like lives so it's like a hybrid between like a cotton sweater, a long sleeve t shirt, and like a crew neck sweatshirt. Yeah. It can be used for like anything. It's yeah. re- it's just really great. And it's like, because it's already a little distressed looking, like you don't feel bad about wearing it in situations that aren't, uh, that might like 
not be nice situations like traveling. Like I usually wouldn't wear a nice sweater on a plane just because I feel gross, like rubbing up against like all these human beings with a nice sweater. But this, I'm like, I don't really care. Like it already kind of looks just like worn in and comfortable and cozy. Like you've had it for years and you don't care if like you've already gotten the cost per wear out of it. Yeah. So it was, it ended up being a, a splash purchase that absolutely panned out this year for me. Very happy about it. Last thing on my list is something very simple. Um, and, and, and this is the first out of two times that I'm going to surprise listeners on this podcast or, or, and, and really surprise myself as well, because this is not something that I ever thought that I would, would own or like. Um, but the last thing on this list is from urban outfitters and it is just a classic white ribbed tank top, otherwise known as a wife pleaser, wife pleasers. Um, and look, I, I was out on this look at the beginning. I, 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 I will admit that, um, in 2021, I believe, when the Rico shirt from Ring the Bell Randy, Amelie Andor, uh, <laughs> debuted, it was styled over a wife pleaser in the uh, in the vein of Cameron in the movie Paid in Full, I think. Uh, and I believe is I believe is named. It's after been it. a minute since I've seen Paid in Full. I think that's the movie that it's from. It's, uh, it's kind of slipping my mind right uh, right now. Um. And as people, as the initial kind of early adopters of the Rico shirt, like got these in and I saw them posted online, everybody was just copying the lookbook and wearing it over a, you know, a, a white tank like this. And so I kind of like pushed it out and I was like, that's, if you don't, that, that this just means that you don't actually know how to wear it. You're just copying the lookbook. Like I want to expose some skin. Like I'm here for, to, to free the nip mm -hmm. and get sexy with it. Not do this, just like this, this kind of one for one from the lookbook. And then this style with the white tank under like an open camp collar really got just like fully adopted by the Nolita dirt bag set. Yeah. And I, and, and so I was just kind of like, nah, uh, this is one that I'm passing on. And then this summer rolled around and I was putting on camp collars and it just like to button them all the way up just felt a little stale. Um, and I wanted to try something different. And I was like, I just kind of, I just pushed myself there. And I went, I, you know, I was looking for one to try. I, I went to an Urban Outfitters to try this one on, threw a shirt over it. And I was like, all right, this is a nice way to switch it up. It's a nice, it's a nice trick to have in the bag. Uh, and, and, and then the back half of this is just like, is the, the kind of the constant little reminder to ourselves that even though I love the Nolita dirtbag account and recognize and kind of like resonate with everything that he's making fun of, it does not exist here in anywhere close to the same way. Correct. So you can do the wife pleaser under a camp collar in Austin, and it is not going to look played basically. like everybody else. It's not going to look like everybody else because... Sadly, we don't actually live in, in Soho or Lower Manhattan. Mentally, we're there right now. <laughs> this podcast exists out of We there. are not in Chinatown or yeah. on the Lower East Side. That's, so. but, but when we record our fall fashion episodes, mentally, mentally we are. We are mentally, there. we are. But, uh, but yeah, so this was a place that I, that, that, that I, I just kind of pushed myself, and uh, I really liked the outcome on several occasions this summer. So. My final item, Barrett, is the seven-inch seersucker weekend shorts from Todd Snyder that you put on your five wish inch. list. You I got, five. I ended up getting yeah, the five-inch. Yeah. They've been great, but I think I wish I would have gone with seven inches. Okay. All right. Uh, I did have on my on my final thing. I really just had uh, that. I really found no shorts or shoes that I fell in love with this year. The closest I think I got to falling in love with the shorts are these. They were the only shorts that I bought that I kept this this uh, summer. 
And they ended up being kind of knockaround shorts for me. It was like pre-pool shorts. Like, oh, I'm going to go to someone's pool for the day. I'm going to wear these over there and toss them on when I'm out of the pool. Uh, oh, I'm running some errands and I don't want to wear gym shorts out to go do that. Cool. These shorts work, work great. They, they've just been good shorts. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that I uh, swagger jacked you. Yeah. Thank you for letting me do that. <laughs> uh, I do see that they are on sale right they now are. on Todd Snyder. Um, when you are listening to this, I think that there's an extra 30% happening right now. Although when you are, if you are listening to this on Sunday, that means it will be the last day of the sale, I believe. Although, although, although I kind of feel like they're going to do, they, they, Todd Snyder is just, they might be gearing up for an even better Labor Day sale. You never know. You never know. So, you never know. So. But I have liked them. They, they do. They, I said this to Barrett when I first got them. They give swimsuit. Yeah. But that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Once, and now that I know that and I've accepted it, I can move on and enjoy do are we are, do you have anything else on That's this? It. That, All right. that that finished that wraps up my list. If I think of anything else, I will put it in the listener digest, but I'll put links to every single thing we just talked about here, except we don't have a link uh for you to go to free free samples. Yeah, to go uh, <laughs> pester the, the Nordstrom people. So we yeah, can you just, just have to take take it, take our word for it and, yep. and go go try that on your own. Yeah. Well, Barrett, I'm happy to report that I am going out to dinner tonight in Austin, Texas. This is I'm happy to report this for numerous reasons, one of which is that I have limited opportunities to do this before my second child arrives, and, and I just don't go out anymore for a little while, uh, but also because it's nearly impossible to get a reservation in Austin, Texas. And we're kind of in this annoying little process, all of us, of having to make reservations weeks sometimes months out in order to make sure that we can go to restaurants that we like that are That's fun. Yep. And, uh, and we've gotten very familiar with the utility and the vibe around a lot of reservation apps out there these days. And Barrett and I have been tossing around this, this idea for a long time about just, just the, the mentality that you have going into these apps or the, the experience that you have, what type of person it makes you when you, when you have a <laughs> default uh, to one of these apps. And of yeah, course, yeah. it's just the, the classic reservation apps that you can make reservations through in any city. Do you have a personal favorite yourself, Barrett? I, I've grown to, I think Resi is, is my current favorite. I have a lot of love for Open Table, and I like, I do appreciate that Open Table has become kind of the everyman's reservation app. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But at the same time, what what that kind of and there's a little bit of this on Resi too. But what what that means for Open Table is that when you you know fire up that app and 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 search for four on a Saturday night at seven thirty. You, you're gonna get the dregs. You're screwed. You, <laughs> you're gonna see that. You're gonna see the exact same restaurant that you see atop it every week, which means that just no that, one goes. That is there. correct, and and that makes you wonder how these restaurants that always populate at the top stay in business. And the truth is, I don't know. But why they, don't they just? But, why don't but they, they just... seem to have been around for years? Because it's been the same restaurants for like six years now on Open Table. Why don't they just quit Open Table and just move to a different app? And then be, <laughs> people would be like, "Ooh, new restaurant just popped up!" Like all the Resi people would be like, "Oh shoot, blah blah blah." Yeah, yeah. Um, Open Table is home, surprisingly, shockingly, I would I would say, to Austin favorites MML. That is, if if they offer reservations, it is through Open Table, which is interesting that they are not surprising. My guess is that it costs money to be on Resi, and they know that they don't need to be there. Or I don't know. I, I've I've got some theories, but I find it interesting because for me, Resi is like that's like where all the cool restaurants are. Yeah, especially I've noticed, especially like if you go to another if you go to another city, 
Like Re- Resi is where the hot restaurants. I are. feel like every every reservation we made when we were in New York was through Resi for some reason. Yeah, which yeah. surprised me, but it also shouldn't surprise me. I feel like when I look at Open Table, I'm I'm going to equate this to another way to eat food, which is go to the grocery store. I feel like for me, Open Table is like when I just need to go get all the staples for like meal planning and stuff <laughs> like that, and then I will hop into Resi when I and my version of Resi is like okay, I want to get some like good pre made stuff, uh-huh, maybe some like yeah. bougie ass milk. Like I'm gonna go to like Whole Foods or right. Central Market or okay. like uh, your Erewhon's out in California, but I feel like that's when I start dipping into the Resi a little bit. Well, see, now I was going to, I'm, I was with you, but then I was actually thinking Erewhon too, and I think Erewhon might be talk. Erewhon's talk. <laughs> Erewhon is talk. You're right. This when this you, this is a good edit. When you see that a restaurant is not on Open Table nor is it on Resi, and instead is having you book your experience through talk. You know you're in for the four dollar signs. They don't need that, to say book your experience. <laughs> That's if it's on talk, you know you're paying top dollar. I I can't even remember the last time I booked anything on talk because I feel like I get intimidated every time I do it. It's like walking up to a club and seeing a huge line and then like hot girls getting ushered in and then like dudes that look like me in the back of the line and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go to I'm just gonna go get a beer at some empty bar down the street, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what comes to mind is, you know, sushi bar, pasta bar, which yes. I had a lovely experience yes. at. Like those are, those are talk experiences. Omakase experiences. Uh, yeah, yes, indeed. Um, and let's see, I'm pulling it up now because I think, yeah, the, the, there are some, like, like some, some not that fancy, but sort of fancy restaurants are moving to talk. The one that comes to mind recently is speaking of places that are impossible to get a reservation at. Um, there was a ve- very popular like breakfast and brunch trailer in Austin called Paperboy, mm-hmm. which now has a uh, a brick and mortar. And like if you like if basically if you think that you're going to get to go to Paperboy, you're sorely mistaken because you're not. You're not going to get to. Go. Is it that hard to get to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, That's been popular since I moved here eight uh, years ago. Yes, but but now that with the brick and mortar and the reservations, it's like borderline impossible unless you want to go on like a Wednesday. It's also they also somehow got the treatment in the Chase app when you log in and it reads your location in the app. Yes, they're the background yes, they're image the background. for the login. Yeah, like that must yeah. be a nice gig. So they 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 I have Put noticed retail are, therapy back are, are on talk. So that that I you know I can see more and more kind of like cool fancy things that are that are very very uh, sought after. I can see them making their way from Resi to to potentially talk to get that. To get that extra level of of uh, of cool factor of panache in your in your uh, relationship at home, are you the reservation person or are you oh, kind yeah. of the flying by the seat of your no, pants no, no, person? No, no, no. I'm 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 the reservation. Sally person. is definitely the reservation person in our in our home, uh, but I've tried to bubble up a little bit and surprise her every once in a while because I think she has such low expectations for me on this front that when I'm like, "Hey, got us a reservation in this place," she's like very impressed at this point. The bar is low. The bar is low. Uh, can I ask you where you're eating this evening? Kanji, Con- yeah. uh, the yeah. the Caribbean restaurant that's getting a lot of play on the Wash Media Network lately. Yes, yes yeah. it is. Yeah. This is one of those. Re- Sally made the reservation months ago, and yeah. Yeah. to be fair, Barrett, um, you were going to catch an invite to this meal uh, when we were going to upgrade to uh, upgrade the reservation <laughs> to six people. But when we went back the next morning to upgrade to six people, uh, it was uh, it was gone. And we, yeah, we yeah. only had six, uh, four. Six is tough. Yeah, six is very tough. Yeah, but you, you were going to get the nod. Unfortunately, you were odd man out now. Uh, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh yeah the the one thing I was going to add here a lot of restaurants on Resi I'm starting to very appreciate that they will charge you 
an arm and a leg, typically somewhere in between $25 and $35 a person if you book a reservation and then you cancel within 24 hours. And frankly, I think that every restaurant should adopt this policy. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Like if you want people to stop hoarding reservations, that this is what this this is what you have to do. I got news for you. Open table doesn't want it. Based on what I've seen from Open Table's interaction with me, interactions with me on the Sunday Scary's Instagram feed, I've made memes of joking about this before. They seem to be completely okay with I'm it. Sure. And I I'm think sure. it's because they just want people using their app, which I totally understand. And they and and I yeah, and restaurants having their reservations booked as opposed to not booked is like better for the restaurant. Yeah. You know, I think, I think yeah. I think overall that, that that that's better. But it is yeah, it's it's just it's frustrating because like for example, a new restaurant just opened in Austin. It's called Elementary. Um, it's actually a client of 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 a friend that we're that we're gonna see here shortly. And I, it looks very cool. It's it's very, very buzzy. And I I could not make a reservation like uh, f- for anything but six and eight weeks out. So guess what? I took both because I don't know what my schedule is going to be like. Yeah. I made a two top reservation in case I'm feeling a little date night. I also have a four top for 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 eight weeks out in case I've got a Insane, friend that I, I want to invite to dinner in oh two months. I'm six weeks you out from I mean? it being a father of two, and like I'm officially like I don't have time to make reservations for a lot of places in Austin at this point. If I want to sneak them in before we have a second child, yeah. it's just not going to happen. No. No, like six weeks is not enough time for a lot of places. It's yeah. really depressing unless you want to. I mean, unless you want to eat at an off hour, like a shoulder hour. But yeah. I don't want to. Like, we don't want to eat at five, and we don't want to eat at ten thirty. Right. And so it's like, if you want, I will eat at nine gladly. But a lot of these places won't even have nine o'clock open. No, no. It drives me insane. Yeah, uh, and and so yeah, it's like I, I just wonder how much of that is happening, and then how many of those reservations are dumped within the last like. You know, if not day or two, then just like night of, and but then, but but that's not helpful because then there are still a bunch of people with the walk in, so it doesn't really shorten the wait at all. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. It's just it's 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 it, it's kind of a problem, and I I wish that more restaurants, especially like the really really hot ones, a just wouldn't do reservations. I'm okay with that. Just look, Kome comes to mind, like. Yeah, you want to eat? Come on out. You'll be waiting a little bit. Yeah. Or charge for late cancellations on your reservations. So yeah. that, like like open this up a little bit because it's gotten absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where would you put the distant cousin of these reservation apps? Uh Toast. Uh Toast is um it's a pandemic baby. And one that has a lot of staying power because somehow I find myself on Toast two times every week at least like look, you know, making an order, placing an order, doing something for pickup, delivery, whatever it might be. Whoever was like early on the toast team, yeah. I want them on my team yeah. because they created an app that now like if if a restaurant doesn't use toast to check out for my to-go food, I might not use your restaurant yeah. anymore. <laughs> I might just go somewhere else because toast has made it so easy and nice. I don't know how I feel about it at restaurants, but I think I like it when you sit down at a restaurant and just hit the QR code and you just order and they bring it out to you. I have found that the places that have done that using toast have actually been pretty quick about doing that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I'm kind of like I don't I like having a I like having a waiter I like having someone that uh, you know interacts with us like it just is nice but yeah. um, I I I I don't it's not a deterrent for me to see that there's a QR code and you have to order directly through Toast at this point because Toast has built a product that is very easy to use. Yeah, and I'm also, not, I'm also not mad at the, the the places on Toast where maybe you get a little rewards every once in a while for for spending. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. 
Shouts to Juiceland, Austin Java. Like, yeah, I will apply that five dollar coupon. I would that love I've, to that I've earned to mm-hmm. my to my order. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, now so, I yeah, do- I'm, I've got love for toast for sure. I don't even know if I have talk on my phone at this point. I, like, no, I just I don't even I, know I, if I I'm cool does enough. Does talk even have an app? I, I've only ever desktop toast. I'm de- <laughs> I've only ever desktop talked. They do have a. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> they do have. They do have one. Let's see. Let's see. I have it for tonight. If I want to get a reservation tonight at 7 p.m. in Austin, Texas, for let's say I want to go on a little little couple's dinner. Okay. Yeah. Two is easier than four. That's for sure. Yep. 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 There's actually stuff. There's not a lot of stuff. And I'll be honest. There's nothing I want to go to when I first start going on talk. And they're all going to charge me and they're all going to kill me. Yep. 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 They're all trying. Yep. $20 times four people. Forty dollars times four people. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. just it's 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 a it's a high stakes world out there it's now. A tough scene. It's I don't a know. Tough I don't know where I fall uh, at this I, point. I, I think Resi is the nice, you know, cool cool person middle ground. That's that that's got some cool restaurants. Some are charging you. Some are not for the late for the the late cancellation. Uh, I just feel like I, I I have a I know that there's some stuff that's like maybe not great on Resi, but I feel like in that last minute reservation. You know, in that realm, the 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 stuff that's sitting on Resi probably has like a higher, you know, higher grade than the stuff that's sitting on Open Table. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So if like, yeah. So if 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 it's like last minute, you'd rather get the scraps from from Resi from the higher from one. Table. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. If you're gonna like, if you're gonna go to a salad bar that you know has been picked over, you might as well go to the nicer salad right, bar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Good yeah. call. Good call. Uh, let's move on to our next subject. Uh, I don't. I cannot vouch for this newsletter at all. I don't know anything about it. It's called 3% rule. It, from what I can see from this one post that was sent to me, uh, they have a good thing going. They have a nice little perspective on stuff. Uh, but what these, this article is about, it is actually titled The Slow Rise of Quiet Hype. We've talked about quiet luxury on the podcast, which is just very minimalistic, expensive items like Laura Piano hats and stuff like that, or however you say it, Piano. Laura Piano, yeah. Brunello <sighs> um, Cuccinelli. Yeah. And... Uh, Quiet hype was a phrase that I hadn't heard yet. And so when a listener sent me this, I decided to dive in. And what they said, I'm just going to read directly from this. It says, this idea of elevated minimalism recently entered the hype circle, creating the rise of quiet hype. While quiet luxury suggests you have no idea how much I paid for this shirt, quiet hype suggests you have no idea how quickly this shirt sold out. In the Venn diagram of quiet luxury and quiet hype, quiet is obviously the commonality. Quiet refers to the understated minimalism of the product. As for luxury in the hype part, which separates bo- uh, what separates both is the shopping experience. So luxury just means you spent a lot of money on it, whereas hype means that you were early on it and you got it before others could and before the price might have skyrocketed on this. Barrett, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, 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 I think I know what this what this uh what this article is kind of referring to um but there you know and there but there's a line here that basically says right what did, did wait did you just read this one sorry i was i was looking down at, at this and i may have missed it but the this line while quiet luxury suggests you have no yes. idea how much i paid for this shirt quiet hype suggests you have no idea how quickly this shirt sold out it's a very good way of putting it that's the most tangible way that i they've put that in the entire article but it, i and i agree that, that that's like a tangible thought but i actually think that once they go on to talk about the 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 brands they name drop mf pen and our legacy like it's it, when when i think about this idea of quiet hype it's not necessarily that this stuff is selling out because if something is, if you think about the stuff that is really, really selling out mm-hmm. quickly, whether mm-hmm. it's 
Stussy or Ame or Supreme or 18 East has some stuff that, that, that moves like this. Like most of the, most of these brands are known to the people within like the hype cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like what, what, what this really is like saying to me, this idea of quiet hype is it's really like it, it's, it's about knowledge of brands that are kind of outside of the hype cycle, mm-hmm. but adjacent to it. It's, 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 it's a signifier that you are paying attention, not that you can just go shop somewhere. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So if, okay. If, if the, if the hype cycle is kind of the door into men's fashion for a lot of guys out there because yeah. it, it gamifies it, it makes it interesting. It makes it a hobby. It gives you like a, it starts the dopamine reward cycle that we're all kind of addicted to. Um, which we'll get to with the, the Ame drop here in a minute, but, um, but yeah, so then, so you, so, okay. So, you know, Supreme or, you know, Ame or Kith, then Noah and 18 East and Stussy and some of these other brands that are still like operating in that little world. It's like, okay, well, can you do more than the hype beast stuff? Yeah. And that's when you, that's when you get that, that, that's the, that's, that's the, I mean, that's who we're essentially talking to. That's who throwing fits is talking to is people that. That maybe they know those brands and now they're expanding, expanding, exp- can't talk today. Sorry. Expanding and leveling up. So I think about the, um, the brands that they mentioned as well as something like Tony Shirtmakers. Yeah. Or Evan Canori or Jacques Mew, Aurelie, Le Maire, Studio Nicholson is another one that we've talked about, which is like that you can find this stuff on sale. They're not selling out drops, uh-uh. but they, but, but they're carried at cool shops. They're, they're on Canoe Club. They're, on essence, like podcasts are talking about them and they're like, they're additional signifiers that you are, that you've leveled up, that you know more than just about Ame and Stussy. Yeah. I think you just explained this much better than I can even like weigh in on at this point. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that, I think I'm, I think I'm that person that you're talking about where like, I, I have like my, my history is, um, I know I've known retail for a long time. Like I grew up with it. I worked in it a lot in my early twenties and I just have always been kind of interested by retail and I like the idea of brands. I like latching onto brands. I like doing stuff with brands. I just, it's just something I enjoy. Um, but I feel like when you, like when you kind of said the piece about how the hype is kind of what draws you in and gamifies it, like that is so true and getting past that and starting to find the things that you really like and start to buy, like that's the most fun part of everything is when you stop having to worry about getting the things that everybody else wants. And like, now I don't feel the need to do that as much just because I I'm playing an older man's game, which is a, it's a great excuse to not have to buy things that I don't need. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, I feel like I can finally settle in and just buy stuff that, uh, I will get more utility out of rather than something that I'm not going to want to come, uh, springtime next year if we're referencing like summer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And just, just to add one more thought here, like I think about like when I first kind of started getting into this stuff 10, 12, 13 years ago, I, you know, I worked at Barney's Mm co-op and, and Barney's co-op came out of this like this like dot com boom basically where there was a lot of kind of like new money but these people didn't want to necessarily shop and buy Gucci, Armani, Prada, Louis Vuitton, etc. They wanted yeah. they they wanted nice things but that were not in that like high end 
French Italian that, luxury. Tier. That's my mindset. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I don't blame people for really liking those extremely high end brands that you just named. Yeah, they've just never been for me because I don't, I don't need something that extravagant. And so the game for me now is finding brands that aren't the hype brands that are still fun to shop at or, or I mean, that are that are just cool that yeah. are just awesome and and that's the that's the game now and yeah and so what that that initial movement like essentially like birthed brands like Vince Theory Rag and Bone mm-hmm. Gant and the and and so like the brands that we just listed that we're talking about now they 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 fit like a sort of similar kind of like a they a, a space to me the difference is they they're like they are not as broad as those brands that i just mentioned mm-hmm. and so they do like because they're more specialized because they do things with like a lot of intention they foster things like online discourse and fandom yeah nobody's like a nobody's a huge fan of rag and bone yeah it's just something that you can buy and wear and looks and looks sharp and it's like a good they're good pieces to have in your wardrobe. Yeah, but there's no one out there. But there like you, you're not. There's very few people like sitting on a subreddit dedicated to rag dedica- and bone. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's that. That's a great way to put it. There's no. There's no rag and bone Discord. There's, there's no rag and on Instagram that's constantly updating with fan <laughs> photos of people wearing rag and bone. Yeah. Like it's just not like that. And so that that's the that's the that's the kind of the difference, the new difference that these brands have been able to do is that they're. It's not necessarily that they're selling out every drop, but they have people that are dedicated to following the brand. And so there's like a recognition among the subset of people buying them that like, yeah, we know that we know these brands are cool. It's 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 this is all another version of like or another another way to say like these brands live in like the if you know, you know space. Yeah. 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 That's essentially what it is. Yeah. (sighs) But I like, hey, you know what? This is a good find. 3% 3% rule, shouts to 3% rule. Yeah, they're going to get a subscribe. I, I'm just, I'm, you know, it's nice to have something uh, pop up that's not from the New York Times. I enjoyed this column. I will uh, link it directly in the Listener Digest. I think this is, uh, it's, 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 it's good. It, it made me think of, it made me think of things a little differently, which I always kind of need to do in terms of dressing. Can we talk about some quick fashion notes before we get out of here today? Of course. Okay, we've got two things to talk about. First and foremost... Like we said at the top of this episode, Ame Leon Dor did their fall winter 23 collection that dropped uh, early access yesterday, full today. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in here. I have not purchased anything. I had three things in my cart and I decided against all of them because I absolutely do not need any of them. And I'm going to hold off until the second or third drop to actually dedicate any money. That being said, it's not because I don't like stuff here. Yeah. Is, yeah. There, is there anything that caught your eye? Are there any themes that caught your eye? Are there any particular pieces that caught your eye that that you think is worth calling out? Um, I, I'll. I mean, I'll start by telling you what's in my cart, and that is the blanket stripe drawstring pant. Okay. You're um, you're on your drawstring grind. I dude, yes. What I've, color? I've, I've been fully. It, there's just one color. It's oh, ju- it's just this kind of like kind of brown and tan stripe. Okay. Uh, there's a there is a matching chore coat which I bought the blanket stripe chore coat from the first drop last fall, um, and quite like the fabric. And I I just think that these would be like a really cool pair of fall pants. And as you mentioned, the 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 drawstring here is is helping, not hurting for me. Like I okay. like I like pants that you can just like throw on. It makes the sizing easier as well. Um, and then I have the black and white Unisphere hat in my bag as well because the green and white one fits me so well. And I just I like that logo. Sold out. 
Uh, is it? Is it gone? Yep. Yeah. I just it's in my cart or it was in my cart. I couldn't figure out why I had two You're, things in my yep. cart, and that's why. Um, okay. yep, I, yep, that yep. was in my cart, Barrett. I really enjoyed it. The part of the reason it was in my cart was because when you bought it, I thought, oh, that's a really good hat. Yeah. I've always yep. liked that hat, and Barrett buying it kind of it, solidified uh, so it. So that's not surprising. It seems like the new color of the Unisphere hat routinely sells out. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I I bet I can catch it on a restock. Uh, yeah, that that's what's in my cart. I'm also not making this purchase yet. Um, this was not my favorite drop. The, the, the theme that I'm seeing here is that not everything, there's plenty of stuff that's very kind of classic Ame and leans a little bit more into like that, that kind of preppier Ralph Lauren, um, style, but there's a lot of stuff that is feeling like 2000 Supreme here. I, uh, the, the Chrome logo especially yeah. is like straight up from 2001. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's. That's kind of a miss for me. I, it's not something. It's not. It's not. It's not the vibe that I am on. Right. Yep. To put it nicely, um, it feels very young. Like I, you know, I. We were just talking graphic tees. Like I'm. I'm here for a good graphic. I like a nostalgic one. I. I, I purchased the the N64 spin from from Stussy, right? But like this specific Chrome logo is is not necessarily working for me. Uh, and they 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 utilize it on on quite a bit of product. Um, yeah, these are for 26 year olds. Yes. Or young. Yeah. There's the big, there's, there's the, the, the leading product on the page is that kind of like kind of crazy racing looking jacket, mm -hmm. which is a, a theme we see throughout the lookbook. Uh, but yet nothing, nothing really, really stood out from this drop to me. Like they're like there, that's why there's only one thing in my cart now is because yeah. I've seen a lot of this before. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of good knitwear. Um, I, just nothing really that I, 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 I felt the need to have. Um, it's not a bad drop. I like the dog stuff, you know? I like the dog stuff. I don't love it. I don't, I don't yeah. feel like it's there enough for me to to do as much as they did with it. And that's uh, it confused I, me a I little agree, bit. I agree with that. I do agree with that. I like the idea of it. I, I, I just think that, like, if you're going to make it such a feature, you almost need to um, nail it more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but there, there are several things that I liked from the lookbook that did not appear in this drop. And I was, I was kind of happy about that. Yeah. I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree with that. There are a couple of things that I called out, um, that looked good to me. I didn't put this in my cart just cause I didn't need to buy it. And I have enough, I have enough vests from, from places I don't wear, but the nylon quilted vest, it's kind of a hunter vest. I, I just love it. I love a good vest every single. I, I, so I, I do really like that style. I would like to see that in a jacket. Yeah, if that was a jacket, yeah. I feel like I'd be more in on it. I have a hard, I, honestly, I, I have more use for a jacket at this point. I just I find myself I, I I get vests and then I don't wear them. See, I I would wear this more, but I have a vest from I don't know if it was last year, Ame, or the year before that I paid that was a gift from my wife that cost way too much money and I don't wear it enough. <laughs> so getting another Ame vest on top of that one just seems cocky and unnecessary. Mm -hmm, uh, right. The one thing that I really fell in love with that I will not be getting, but I still very much like is the Unisphere full zip fleece jacket. I have no need for a heavy fleece jacket. I don't even wear heavy fleece jackets at this point. There's something about the purple color that I liked, but even more than that, there was something about the orange logo on the purple that mm -hmm. just like, I just love it. And so to anyone out there who gets that, just know that I, I applaud you for this and I, I hope that you enjoy it. Um, I thought about getting it and just being like, Sally, you can wear this too. Cause it's like, it would be boxy and cropped on her based on how it looks on the website. Yeah. 
But $300 for a fleece jacket is fucking insane at the same time. Like, it's just crazy to spend that much on a fleece jacket from a non-outdoor company that's not going (laughs) to fix it for you if you rip it or do something to it. It's just someone puts a cigarette out on you or something. Like, it's just not worth it. The purple and orange, uh, it's it's always a nice combo, though. If they make that into a a hat, if there's a hat that's like the purple, like, kind of tech fabric that they have the Unisphere hat in now and they did that orange on it, I would love to get that. That would just be a cool thing for me. The final thing I had on there, and I'm actually going to uh, – I'm kind of leading straight into uh, our wish list right now. Okay. Uh, was the graphic slip mat for uh, a record player. Uh, I, I, I actually need – uh, a sli- I want a new slip map for mine. I just have a, like boring black felt for underneath the records. And I was like, you know what? They've been doing, a- I forget what they've been calling them lately on their YouTube. Um, I'm going to look it up because I do want to directly call it out. They're, um, I don't even know what they're calling them, but they're doing their DJ sets on YouTube. And oh, the uh, yeah, the the AL, it's a sound, uh, slipping my mind. They're not even branding it very well, to be honest. They're not branding it very well at all on uh, on YouTube, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, they're it's just called sound, they're that's, doing DJ sets, yeah, and yeah. they're honest, they're great background, they're great yes, background. Yes, it's just yes. it's pleasing. Um, I mean, for someone like me who's recently gotten into vinyl and very much enjoying it, like just watching this has been great. And uh, yeah, I thought about them when I thought about slip mats, but actually, I'm just gonna skip right ahead to my wish list item, Barrett. Sorry, um. <laughs> Go ahead. The one that I that they have on their site is not one that I'm super interested in just because it says Ame Leon Door and huge letters across it, and I don't need that in my place. Uh-huh. So I've chosen one from Grail that is also by Ame that has like tomatoes on it that is much more abstract, a little more abstract in terms of what you're getting and just kind of cool. I don't want to spend the money on this though, so I'm just going to keep on looking out. Well, and you're you're also, I mean, if you did, if you were able to find this for a price that you found reasonable, um, you would obviously be tapping into Tomato Girl. So exactly uh, the, the Tomato Girl. Aesthetic, exactly. So. I we didn't talk about any aesthetics or um, <laughs> or you know course today, but yeah, I, I am on my Tomato Girl grind, and I, I'm thinking about it. And so you might see me out there, and I have to admit that their their recent YouTube presence with these videos has definitely altered my. Uh, buying habits right now with this. They, it's just a tastefully done good job. It, they've also validated that I did uh, kind of like a darker walnut wood for everything that uh, went with my record setup. They've really validated that by having dark wood on all of their setups for that. And so it's yeah. just it's just really been a nice little hug for me knowing that I have not made bad decisions. Um, okay, moving on to my wishlist item. Here's here's uh here's the second time that I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise longtime listeners. The first was obviously that I've I've uh taken to wearing a wife pleaser under a shirt every now and then. You like bed. wearing wife pleasers so much that um, you went out and found yourself a wife this uh this year as <laughs> that's, well. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You were like, so, I, I need to put this in practice. The game is really changing for me. Um <laughs> and it might change again because my wishlist item today is from Supreme. What? What, what yeah what year is this Barrett? Long, I'm a I'm a long time not hater of Supreme the way I'm a hater of Jound just a non <laughs> <laughs> like what sorry the reason I laugh at that's because we've never actually talked this out like we've never actually had that conversation on here so it's just like if you know you know <laughs> Um, wait, which one? The, the, the Jound conversation. Oh, I, no, we kind of have. I don't hate Jound. I am a hater. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Jound, like I'm a hater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Like I'm a player hater. Um, and I, I, it's not that I've been a hater of Supreme. It's just not something that I've really like gotten or been drawn to. Um, it felt kind of uh, much in the way of like Pokemon was not something that I got into because it was like, I just missed it by like a grade. Uh huh. 
that's kind of the way I felt about Supreme a little bit. Like yeah. it, it just missed me. It and missed. So, it very much missed me. It so very I, much missed me. Um, it, you know, the way that I am kind of like addip, addicted to the drop cycle of ALD, and like I feel like this compulsion to buy something because it, you know, it, it's the dopamine reward cycle that I that I uh, referenced earlier, and it just like I like I just you know it feeds the feeds the beast. Don't have that with Supreme, yeah. but Supreme has a, a new creative director, a new design, a designer in Tremaine Emery um, from Denim Tears, and I, you know, there's a it still feels like Supreme, but there's some things happening here in this initial fall winter drop for, drop from them that I just really quite like, and so what I, what I'm adding to my wish list is probably the piece that I was closest to buying last Thursday. Um, and it's still in stock in, in, in a lot of sizes and in, in many of the colors. Um, and it's the inside out crew neck crew neck sweatshirts were something that I kind of really fell in love with last year as I, I, I wore them more often than I was wearing hoodies. Um, and I just, I really like the, the kind of old school fuzzy inside out collegiate look of this one. The shape looks nice. I think all the color combos hit really well. I like the light pine the best. Um, but I think I need a small in this, so I might have to go for the, the kind of the Carolina Navy, uh, and, and, and light blue. If I do, if I do end up copping, but, um, it's 2002 dude, shouts to the black and yellow, kind of the Pittsburgh look too, man. That one's that, that, that one goes as well. Barrett on the Supreme site, it's 2002 again. Like I, I, this is the first I've perused and like, I can't believe like some of these, some of these fabrics or prints or there's just, it's the, the nostalgia behind this is taking but, me back. But I don't know if it's taking me back in a good way though. Yeah. It, but it's like, there's nothing is like that feels as kind of boy bandy or egregious as like the Chrome logo that we just talked about. From You're right. AMD. Dude, you know that is I mean? so in sync. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so the, like, there's another, the, the woven plaid shirt, which sold out in the Navy, but is available in every size, like in the in the light brown, um, I'm dropping the link for you now. Uh, <laughs> but like that, like I, I like this too, and it's definitely a throwback. But like, there's something about it that I don't know. This is just the the. It's also kind of in comparison to this first ALD drop, which just feels like more of the same. This is yeah, this is and so this, this is, is tangibly different. This is tangibly different. And so it's it's kind of sucking me in a little bit. Yeah. And also they're not like I I you know I I I could be totally wrong, but it doesn't feel like Supreme is they're not like purposely shorting the stock on literally every product anymore. And so I'm there's even like a more casual buying experience through them right now than there is. If for I was LB. a new creative director for a company like Supreme, I would be like, you guys are doing deep stock and everything. Cause if someone wants my shit to start off with, yeah, yeah. they're getting my shit and I they are wearing it. So like make this happen for me because uh, I, we're not doing this. Um, but the, but those were the two items that kind of stuck out to me that I've that I had in cart. Haven't purchased either one of them, but I, th I this crew neck might be might be something that gets that gets bopped. Um in the near future we'll see you know i'm a crew next supporter yeah. so anytime anytime you want to buy that barrett i'm gonna i'm gonna applaud you for it that's all she wrote today um i don't we will not be back next week but we'll be back the week after uh and uh, hopefully we'll be back with some special guests for a uh, fall fashion absolutely episode yes. very yes. soon we're in the planning process of that other than that we don't have too much for you just keep an eye out for some stuff uh and uh, make sure to go subscribe on everything, whether it's YouTube, whether it's uh, Spotify, whether it's for the Listener Digest on on Substack. They're, all the links are where you'd think they'd be in the description of this episode. Go make it happen. And uh, if anything, we'll probably see you over at retail.pod on Instagram. 
or we'll see you in a couple of weeks right on this very feed. Sounds great. It's been fun. 